Welcome to Kramer Says. Kramer Says. Be part of the show at KramerSays.com. Yeah, baby. Interact on Twitter at KramerSEZ. Yep. Now, Kramer Says. Here it comes. Hey, it's Kramer. This is the Kramer Says Podcast. It is Wednesday, July 27th. And today, I'm going to tell you how to get your very own Kramer Says t-shirt. I know. I know I said I would never sell t-shirts. That, that was beneath me. And it still is. That's why we're giving them away. We're going to give you an opportunity to get your very own Kramer Says t-shirt. We will tell you more about that in the end because it's important to get to what we're doing next. Um, Folks, over the last few weeks, um, you may have noticed that I've turned a a tad bit dark. Uh, And and not to black pill everybody, but uh, the reason that I've come to the conclusions that I've come to, and it's not just me, it's others that are are in the same group group or groups that I'm working in, um, have come to the same conclusion. And they see that um, for all intents and purposes, the end of what's going on now is nigh. We're close to the end of what's happening now, which means there's going to be a new beginning. We're not going back to normal, folks. I hate, to t- I hate to tell you that. We're not going back to 2019 pre-COVID. That's not what they want. So you've got to wrap your head around the fact that we're moving forward. And this new, this new thing that we're moving into is what they want to have happen. Klaus Schwab and Yuval Harari. If you've heard me talk about them on, on uh, social media and you don't know who they are, it's time that you go look them up. I cannot be uh, the catalyst of everything for you. You're going to have to go do some digging on your own. But these two men are telling you what the planet they want. The planet they want to have next, how that's going to to happen, and what your role in it or out of it is going to be. They've been very clear as to what their plan is. And if you've been listening to me on social media, you'll find out, you'll listen close. If you listen closely, I keep asking, what's our plan? And so to, to this point, what I've been told is our plan is to sit back and research and wait. Just wait. Wait for the moment. Okay, how are you going to know it's the moment? How are you going to know that it's time? Well, let me tell you, right now is time. I'm going to play today the things that you need to listen to of what the top experts on our planet are saying about what happens next. And they're not even talking about the plan. They're just describing what's happening now and what's likely to continue to happen in the areas of crime, finance, etc. So today's show is to educate you as to why we should not be sitting around waiting for someone to fight for our freedoms, because everything that that Klaus Schwab and Yuval Harari, the WEF and the WHO have planned for you, they're going to do regardless if if Q or anyone else comes to save you. So let's start with the first one. Let's look at our finances. Let's look at what China and Russia have done, what the BRICS uh, financial system has done, and what peril we are currently in. It's not my intention to be a black pill. It's my intention to wake you up as to what's really going on. And the people that are making decisions in your life on a daily basis that have immediate impact. Not some ghost, not some spook working behind the scenes. Real people doing real things that make impact on your life. Impact like this. Listen closely. Putin and China just did the unthinkable, and the West is in big trouble. The alliance between Russia and China is awesome. I mean awesome in a dramatic shift of the entire world economic order kind of way. What happened this week is absolutely groundbreaking and was probably the biggest story of the last 30 years, but it hardly got any news coverage at all. Seriously, one of the most important stories of our lifetime happened this week, and almost no one covered it. Russia joined forces with China to create their own new reserve currency. That's big news, folks. By the way, sorry about the music. I didn't add it. It was already on there. What he's saying is true. If you don't know what BRICS is and the BRIC nations, 
they are all the nations that have said, you know what, we really want to get out from underneath the dollar because we, we, hate, we hate being held hostage by the corruptness of those in the American government. And so what they've done is they've gone and created their own system. Sound familiar? Kind of like what's going on here in the U.S.? Like Tusk, the, the first browser built by conservatives for conservatives. Rumble, banned TV. These entities are being built because we have, are having our freedoms taken away. The fact that we have to build these things means that we're not a free people. Does that make sense? You get it? We have two economies in this country going on right now. Those who can speak freely and those who can't. And BRICS and the Russians and the Chinese and the Brazilians and others in the BRICS system, they've realized that. That to have freedom, they got to get out from underneath the dollar. Think about that. We stand for freedom. Our nation stands for freedom. And other nations are getting out from underneath the weight that we put on the world with our finances. Our borrowing and our spending. They're done with it. In fact, listen closely. The Russians, the Chinese, they're all, every single one of them, going back to the gold standard. Officially, yes, it's happening, guys. This means that the new reserve currency won't be the U.S. dollar. This new currency will be based on rare earth minerals, guys. I've been saying this for a while, and that's why I'm personally investing in them, okay? Russia and China are moving their currency to gold. That's big news. Gold, a tangible product, not a fiat currency, not a cryptocurrency, not something that is based on um, um, a ghost or, 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 hey, this is what things are worth today. Or in the case of what just happened recently, where the White House comes out and says, hey, listen, you don't know what a recession is. We're the ones who know what a recession is. It's not two, it's not two quarters back to back, no. It, it, it's, it's what we say it is. Well, what is it? Well, we're not going to say. That's what's going on right now. You can do that when you don't have an asset-based economy, meaning that you're not tied to something physical. It can be whatever you want it to be, like rules in the playground with a five-year-old girl. You know how that is. Or even worse, a three-year-old toddler when you're sitting there playing tea. That's what the American government, that's what the Fed does with our money. They just decide what it's worth. And the way that they decide what it's worth is with the interest rate. They're tightening. They're, they're making your money worth less right now. They have to because the inflation is out of control. So they're going to raise the interest rates. Everything's going to cost more artificially just because they said so. That's what's wrong with the system. He continues. Silver, uranium, nickel, copper, real tangible things, guys. This means that Russia and China are tying their country's fortunes to minerals that they bring out of the ground and then sell to the rest of the world. Just look at how Russia started stockpiling gold over the last 20 years, while the United States went further and further into debt and printing money. Just look at this chart. This is gold. A stock now, you can't see the chart here, of course, because you're listening to audio, but there's an exponential rise in, in, you can see an exponential rise in Russia's investment in gold over the last 20 years. They've had a plan. China has a plan. The WEF has a plan. The WHO has a plan. What's our plan? Get Joe out and get Trump in, and that's going to fix everything? That will not fix what's next. It will not fix what's coming because the rest of the planet is not waiting for a 2020, a 2022 elections. They're moving forward with their plans. The WEF and the WHO are moving forward with their plans regardless of what we do, regardless of our, uh, <laughs> our um, uh, election this fall. Think about that. 
They don't care. They're moving forward regardless. And our politicians, they don't care either because they're in bed with them. He continues. And this was all happening right out there in the open. Here is a headline two years before the war with Ukraine broke out. Yep. China and Russia ditched dollar and moved toward financial alliance. Yeah, and everyone else was ignoring it. Yep. We've had some recent dollar strengthening a little bit, but that's peanuts compared to what's actually happening because these BRICS nations have been in the midst of a 20-year plan to de-dollarize. De Did you hear what he said there? A 20-year plan. A 20-year plan. They've been working toward this for 20 years. And what have our politicians been doing? They've been getting in bed with China, not even knowing that there's an alliance between China and Russia to devalue the dollar. Our politicians have been working against us for those, that 20 years. Mitt Romney, the Bidens, they're in bed with the enemy. So many of them are. The Pelosi's. Their children are working for these people. Yet we stay silent. This is to wake you up. We cannot account, we can't wait on Q to come save us because there's too many tentacles into everything. Q's not going to wrap all that up. And for you waiting, for you waiting on some miracle, one morning a, a guy wakes up and says, I'm Q and this is what you should do. You have no idea what is behind that and what you're going to follow and what you're going to do. There was a comment made recently with the, the amount of views that I've had um, on social media and so on, and with the impact that, that the Kramer Says group has had um, on social media, that if I had come forward and said that I was Q, that there would be a lot of people that would have believed me. I could have been a false prophet. I could have told you I'm Q. And with the information that we've broken over the last two years, there would have been enough people to, to take me seriously that it would have been dangerous. That's why you have to open your eyes. That's why the person coming forward is the false prophet. That's who you have to watch out for. The person who says there is no such thing, that's the person you have to listen to. I hate to keep going on about this Q thing, but while you're waiting on Q to come save you, your world is being destroyed. The house is on fire. There's someone in the front yard saying, the house is on fire, the house is on fire, the house is on fire. Meanwhile, what you're doing is going through all of your Q drops to see what impact a, a burning house has. It's just a burning house, folks. It's just a burning house. You need to put the fire out, though. Now, here's the thing. Our house is on fire. Meanwhile, you're standing back and waiting for someone to come save you. The rest, the rest of the world is reacting. They're taking action. Action like this. Even before the Ukraine conflict started, both China and Russia were stockpiling gold yep. and working on denominating transactions outside of the United States dollar. It was another secret that was all right there out in the open for anyone to pay attention to. This is so did you hear that? What they were doing is the Chinese and the Russians were dealing with each other back and forth in gold. They had taken themselves off of the market to where the Americans could see what they're doing by changing dollars back and forth. Nope, we don't need any dollars this month. Sorry. No, we're, we're paying for everything in gold in our country now. Without our dollars there, we have less influence, if any at all. It's dangerous, folks, and it's leading to something more, which we'll get to in a moment, but he continues. A massive challenge to the U.S. dollar, which isn't based on gold or anything. It's actually based on debt. Yes, the U.S. dollar is a debt-based currency. 
and the United States is $30 trillion in debt. China and Russia are sitting on mountains of minerals that the United States and Europe are clamoring for. Frankly, they're begging for them. Yep. They're begging for them. And so are we. The rare earth mineral minerals that we need for this electric environment or this electric economy that the Bidens and um, the Biden administration and the Democrats are trying to push onto the American citizen. Where do you think that those rare earth minerals come from? They want to base our entire economy on minerals that we don't have. Lithium out of China, magnesium out of China, cobalt out of China. Several, think about this, several of the um, minerals that we need, the rare earth minerals that are required to be able to create batteries, these batteries that the left wants to go to so badly, guess where one of the biggest deposits on the face of the earth is? Not here, not in the U.S. Oddly, it's in Afghanistan. Isn't that strange? You know, the country that we abandoned so quickly and left all of our equipment there, and then allowed the Chinese to swoop in and take over. By the way, Russia's there now too. Russia and China working together in Afghanistan. Do you think that they're there to make those people's lives better? Bring democracy? No, they're there for the rare earth minerals that make up batteries. And they're going to sell that back to the American people. Because we're being forced to buy them. Because that's where the green economy is going. It gets worse, folks. I hate to be the black pill all the time, but... It's what I pay attention to, the things that are important to me, the people that I listen to. In fact, this is one of the only men that I follow on social media that has really any importance in my life on a daily basis. His name is Ray Dalio. Uh, Ray Dalio is a multi-billionaire. He was the uh, the CEO of uh, Bridgewater, and uh, he he's um, he's a, he's awake. He sees what's going on, and he knows what's next. Um, and he he acts accordingly with his finances and with his life. If you've never seen his his um, his series on his principles, amazing. Go check him out. Ray Dalio. It's D-A-L-I-O. Very easy to go get. Ray Dalio. Listen to him talk about what he expects to happen next. I think that in the 2024 elections, there is... Now, I don't think it's going to be the 24. I think it's going to be the 22. I think he's off by a cycle. But he continues... A reasonable chance that neither party will accept losing the elections. Yep. And that is something that means that democracy or a type of civil war of sorts could develop in a way. This is re- realistic. He's being realistic, folks. And he's talking about the people. It's not some government agency rising up to save you. Governments don't go in and, and destroy themselves. They just don't. Members of si- inside of government do, but government entities do not destroy the thing that built them. That's suicide. They just don't do it. Dalio con- continues. I'm not being um, exaggerated by that. And when one looks at those types of things, there is a worry that one should have about the divisiveness and what it means for each other. And the same is true internationally. That's right. We're at the precipice, and people don't get it. They don't understand it. Why? Why don't they get it? Because their neighbors are allowed to speak one way, and they're not allowed to speak, and so they think that no one can speak. But their neighbors are speaking out against them. Their neighbors are telling them what they want to do. Neighbors like this young lady on TikTok. Listen to how she talks about conservatives, and we'll play this for a bit. It's a three-minute piece where she goes on a rant. And listen to the stereotypes and the racism that she she, uh, throws at at, uh, conservatives, Trump supporters. 
And when I say racism, is because she's saying that the only people that are conservatives or follow Trump are white, toothless, uneducated people. Well, much like yourself. I have no idea what this young lady's name is. Uh, I don't make fun of people on social media. It serves no purpose. But in my podcast, totally different story. Take it away, sweetie. My husband sometimes asks me questions about... Well, that's the first problem right there. (laughs) I'm joking. I'm joking. Go ahead. Politics, because I follow it very closely, and he does not. He does not. She follows it very closely, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to how, how closely she follows politics and her understanding of what her opposition is. Follow the day-by-day, minute-by-minute updates. So after he watched the January 6th committee hearings, a replay of it, he came to me. Which now, we know that this guy's a moron. Um, taking advice from his wife is one thing about politics. Um Again, I joke. Um, But choosing to watch a replay of the January 6th hearings, how boring is this guy's life? Seriously? He he watches it and then it has to be woman-splained to him? Okay. I guess here we go. And he was real super confused. And he said, you know, (laughs) they showed video of insurrectionists on January 6th. Protesters. Telling the camera that, yes, they are willing to lay down their lives for Donald Trump because Donald Trump has done so much for them that this is the least they could do for him. Well, I didn't see those videos, so I'm just going to have to take her word for it. I haven't seen any of that of people saying that they would lay down their lives for for Donald Trump. But because I'm, you know, I'm an honorable person, I assume that she's telling the truth. Let's see if she can back up that truth with with actual facts. And so my husband said, what exactly has Donald Trump done for them? To make them react in this extreme way. Well, the best economy in the world, lowest unemployment, market at the top. Yeah, those are just some things. The economy was booming. People felt they had freedom. Free speech was looked like it was on the way back. Yeah, that's what people are standing up for. But continue. It's not like they're in the top 1% and he's giving them like permanent tax cuts. You see, this is what the left keeps pushing. Is that Donald Trump and the right is, is, is for... <laughs> That the for the rich. No, here's the thing. Here's the difference. If you're a conservative and you live by the conservative ideals, you can become very rich and you don't have to do anything dishonest to do it. You work with inside the system and you can still make a lot of money because the American dream is still alive. They don't think it is. Why? They don't know how to achieve it. Why? Well, because all they see is blame. They want to blame someone else for their issues, for their problems. How do you get better? Do you get better by blaming everyone else or finding out inside you what's wrong and correcting those issues? I know for me, that's what it was. I was going down the wrong path. When I was younger, I thought everybody owed me everything. Learned the hard way that they didn't. And then learned that it was much easier to go out and make that money than take that money. That it was much easier to go out and and do the right thing for the right reasons then always be looking over your shoulder to see if somebody's going to come and get you for what you just did. I got tired of that lifestyle. But that's the lifestyle that they they continue to live. They want to blame everybody for what's going on in their lives except for them. They do not want to take responsibility. Listen, she'll tell you. So I'll tell you what I told him. For some, some, some poor white people. There we go. There's a racism. For some poor white people, listen closely. Obviously, they don't have a lot of capital don't have a lot of money for whatever reason um they don't well, have- because they're poor and white that's why they don't have any money 
right? I don't, I don't know why they're poor, but they're poor, uneducated, and white. I don't know why they don't have any money. The left is, is vile. And this is what they're shoving down our kids' throats at school on a daily basis. What she's about to tell you, what she thinks of you, that's what your child's teacher is saying to your child while you're not there. That's why your children turn against you. Because of the educational system. She didn't learn this at home, folks. She learned this at school. She thinks she's right. I can't remember the term for it, but it's when someone thinks that they're smarter than they actually are. They're the most dangerous people on the face of the earth because they're, they're too stupid to understand how dumb they are. Well, she's got this one nailed. Listen closely. Money in the bank. Mm -hmm. They don't have investments. Nope. So the only form of capital that they have that they can hang their hat on is social capital. Now, if you could see her face when she said this, she thinks she's got a gotcha moment. That the reason that we follow Trump and we follow conservative ideals is because, well, we feel better. We get social cred from following our flags and the pats on the back that we do all of this for social credit. We want somebody saying, hey, I'm so happy that you're a Trump supporter as well. I'm so happy that you're conservative just like me. We're buddies. We're we're chums. We're pals. That's what she wants you to believe. That we do it because we want social cred. You see, this is called projection. This is what the left does. When's the last time you wore a pen to show your your solidarity with a uh, certain cause? When's the last time you wore a flag on your lapel of your jacket? Right? That wasn't the American flag. Some cause. That's, that's so, people do that so they can show, hey, listen, I care. If you think that putting a ribbon on your chest makes you care, you're fucking insane. And part of a group, group think, that's exactly what she's part of. She continues with this moronic diatribe. What does that mean? It means white supremacy. There we go. They might be living in a dilapidated house. They might not have. So she believes, folks, she believes that, (laughs) she believes, honestly, that the only Trump supporters or the only conservatives that are out there are poor white folks. You know what that tells me? What that tells me is that she lives in a community where that's what she's seen. She doesn't know that, well, they're of all colors, Conservatives make up every, we're the most diverse group. And we don't tie people into to, to different categories. Or how many, how many conserv- black conservatives do you have? I don't know, but not enough. How many, how many gay conservatives do you have? I don't know, but not enough. How many, how many Hispanic or, or Asian conservatives do you have? I don't know, but not enough. You get my flow here? You get what I'm saying? That's the difference. We don't categorize like that. We don't have to. We gather on ideals. We gather on ideas. And there is a difference, by the way, between an ideal and an idea. (laughs) For those of you who don't know the difference, because we're so stupid, um, is that you can have different concepts, different ideas. You can have different ways of doing things and have different skin color. But for the left, you're a monolith. If you're a black person or Hispanic person or a white person or an Asian person or you're gay or you're straight or you're this religion or that religion, they want to put you in a box and say that right there. That's what that person is like 100%. They cannot change. They are monolithic. 
They only have one thing that they bring to the table, their skin color, their ethnicity, their religion, where they came from, if they suck a dick or they eat a pussy. I hate to be crass, but that's how that's where we are, folks. And if you're if you're uh, hurt by uh, the language that I use on this show or these broadcasts, then then you should probably leave because you don't understand that we're at war. And on a battlefield, language is the last thing I'm concerned about for all of you motherfuckers. Make sense? Okay. Because this is what we're battling on a daily basis. She's not only saying this to her friends. She's saying it to anybody that'll listen. She said it to the world on TikTok. She's telling the world what she thinks, and she thinks that she has permission to say this and speak this way because she's been given permission by her community. She's given the social credit to say what she's saying. What she's saying that the the right craves so badly, it's exactly where she gets her justification for saying what she's saying. Listen closely. Been able to afford a dentist. Let's (laughs) just keep it real. But at least they're not those people. Here she goes. You're dumb, white, and toothless, but you're, this is what she says, you think you're better than anybody else on the face of the earth, especially if they have a darker skin color than you. She's saying that there's nobody in the conservative movement or or supporting Trump that has darker skin color than her. Now, I know you can't see her, but she is a, she is the typical white girl. She's, bro- she's grown up in suburbia and probably has never had a real job. I, these are things that I'm bringing into it. I assume these things just by the way that she's talking because she's uneducated. She, she hasn't been out of that bubble. It's like people in New York saying, oh, there's no greenery. We got to save the planet. There's no greenery. They've never been past New York. They've never gotten into Pennsylvania. They've never been to fucking Nebraska, Oklahoma, and seen the plains and how much we have. And how wide open our nation is and how the trees, you know, if you live in New York City or Chicago or L.A. and all you see are the little trees that are around you and maybe the, one, the park here or there, walking onto a plane that goes for as far as the eye can see must be breathtaking. But they don't do that. They think that the world that they live in, they think that that's the entire world. She's no different. She thinks that the little globe of the, the, the area of the planet that she lives on, she thinks that everybody is like that. Well, that's what liberals do. Now, conservatives do the same thing sometimes, and they have to be reprimanded, and I do that from time to time. You can't do that, folks. You cannot put people into a box and say this is what they're all like. What I do is I judge each individual person by what they say and what they do. And what she says here is dangerous. Listen. So when Donald Trump comes out and makes them feel superior... Nope. ...to Muslims... Nope. ...people coming over the border... Nope. ...they sit back and they say, that's right... Nope. That's right, I am superior. No, we don't. We don't think we're superior. We think our ideas are better, but we don't think that we're better. That's the difference. And the reason we believe that our ideas are better is simple. They work. They work. We're not talking about putting bubbles out in outer space to protect the planet from the rays of the sun and cool the planet down so we don't warm up. We're not, we're not advocating for that. That's what the left is advocating for. Oh, Kramer, you're crazy. They're not either. Yeah, Klaus Schwab said it last week. Talk about a James Bond villain. I'm going to put bubbles into space to protect us from all of the rays of the sun. That's what he sounds like talking. <laughs> I mean, doesn't he sound like, doesn't he sound like a James Bond evil villain? All he needs is a cat. A white cat to sit in his lap, and 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 he would be right out of central casting, especially with that with that uh, with that uh, accent. 
But what does that mean to you? We joke about it, but what does it mean to you? What does what Klaus Schwab and the rest of the world are doing, what does it mean to you? Well, listen closely. Here's another money guy talking about what he thinks is happening. And listen closely, and I'll explain when he talks about stuff on screen. But listen closely to what he's saying and how it now mirrors what another analyst has said. Can China and Russia really do this to the American dollar? Yes. Let's go over here. Let me show you some stuff real quick. Now, this is the stuff that people are not paying attention to. They're paying attention to the Colosseum. Yep. This is what was common during the days, the last days of Rome. As Rome fell, they said, let them have circus. Let them have circus. Meaning they, they, they entertained the masses while Rome was burning. That's what's going on now. They're trying to get you with all these different emergencies, all these different things in the media. They want to get your attention, 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 as they're working behind the scenes to create what's next, this great reset, the transition that they keep talking about. They do not want you paying attention to this type of information. They're worried about what the Kardashians are doing. They're watching all these reality shows that are not reality. They're getting drunk off the wine, not knowing that the whole economic system is changing. Let me show you some facts, figures, numbers, logic. Let's go. What we do know is they're targeting the U.S. dollar's dominance. Russia... So what they've got an article here that he's showcasing. I'll read it off real quick. BRICS nations plan to craft a new international reserve currency. Do you, do you know what that means? Do you know what a reserve currency is? A reserve currency is the currency of the world. Currently, it's the dollar. All major transactions around the planet are done in U.S. dollars. No longer. They don't trust the U.S. dollar anymore because the dollar is based on debt and the dollar is only worth what the Fed says it's worth. And the rest of the planet has woken up. They're awake. They're not woke. They're awake. China and Russia have moved to the gold standard as we've got the Fed making up whatever the value of our funny money is. They're using gold. They're using rare earth minerals as their new form of economy, as their new form of currency. That's what they're tying it to. Meanwhile, we've got the Fed over here tying our value to monopoly money. Oh, we're going to change to crypto. That'll change everything. It will not. Listen closely. China and BRICS nations plan to craft a new international reserve currency. We need to understand what this means, okay? The BRICS nations, I'm going to break that down. I'm going to show you how much their GDP is or has increased since 2000. Since 2000, this is the increase in the gross domestic product in the BRICS countries. And I'll break down who the BRICS countries are. Okay, so here on the the graph, you really can't see here, but it's exponential growth for the Chinese, for the Indians, for the um, all the developing nations. And the U.S. is falling. I'll let them continue. And if they go to 2027, they're going to continue to dominate. China, India, Brazil, Russia, and South Africa. Do you see anything interesting here? Ripple works with India. Yep. Ripple, Ripple works with Brazil. Yep. And South Africa. Yep. Okay, you remember who the BRICS countries are? So United States has $19.3 trillion in joke, uh, GDP, overall GDP, excuse me. So $19.39 trillion. We have 24%, uh, almost 25% of the world's economy is based on the dollar. Canada's in there at another 2% or 2.8%. Um, but that's really it. It's the United States and Canada. Then every other country on the face of the earth, all of them are in this BRICS system in one form or another. Listen closely. China has 12%. Russia has 1.9. Is that 1.9? 
And then if you take India, that combined is just as big as the United States. Then if you take Brazil and the other countries, they are now bigger than the United States based on GDP, the BRICS countries combined. So if you don't think that's big news or a big deal, that the BRICS countries are working to de-dollarize from the US dollar, and you don't think that's gonna make an impact on the dominance of the US dollar, you gotta wake up and get out of the Coliseum. That's exactly why there's an amazing race to stablecoin regulation, yep. cryptocurrency regulation. Yep. They're going to wipe out the bad actors in cryptocurrency. Yep. They're going to try to stabilize the cryptocurrency market. They're going to put their rules in place or layer it on top of the current financial existing regulation rules. Excuse me. They're going to figure out which ones the SEC is going to regulate and which one the CFTC is going to regulate. And then the public, once the government says it's safe, is going to come rushing into cryptocurrency, this very speculative asset. And a very small percentage of people within the population are going to get very very, very wealthy, just like the internet days. Yep. That's what we have in front of us. While you're, while you're focusing on what's going on with reality TV and so on, the, move is, the, the planet is moving forward. Their plan is moving forward. It doesn't stop, folks. While you're waiting on cue to do all the heavy lifting for you, these other players around the planet, they're moving forward with their plans. What's the plan? What's your plan? If you say that you're trusting in God, that God has your plan, I feel for you, but that's called faith. That's not a plan. What's the plan? What do we do? Because as we've got people around the planet now stepping forward, this is, um, this is Christina Anderson. She is a German member of the EU parliament, and she's speaking in front of the EU parliament about what's going on. Because as the economic situation continues to heat up around the planet, COVID still has not gone anywhere. And the aftermath of COVID and all the restrictions that were put in place, the lockdowns and so on, has not gone anywhere. This is what she's saying to the people of Europe. This vaccine campaign, it will go down as the biggest scandal in medical history. And moreover, it will be known as the biggest crime ever committed on humanity. Now, she said this in front of the German uh, parliament. I'm sorry, the EU parliament as a German member of parliament. I'm going to play it again because what she's saying is important. This is the first EU person to come out and say it publicly on the record what's happening and what should happen next. This vaccine campaign, it will go down as the biggest scandal in medical history. And moreover, it will be known as the biggest crime ever committed on humanity that's a fact and the numbers are coming in every day you don't have to believe me but the numbers don't lie the numbers from our medical professionals the meta the numbers from the insurance companies that are like going holy shit look at all of these unexplained deaths it's not listen people it's not the insurance company have to deal with these people in the hospital they're geared for that. What they're not geared for is a, is a 24-year-old person who's buying insurance for life insurance, got a million dollars riding on him, and then dies unexpectedly for no reason whatsoever at 24 or at 34 or at 44. The actuarial tables are not set up for that. They're going to lose money on these people because they didn't pay in long enough, and they're starting to die at a higher rate than anybody else. Listen to these numbers here from Dr. Anastasia Maria Lupus off of Twitter. She's reporting that miscarriages are up 279% year over year. 
Breast cancer, up 487%. Guillain-Barre syndrome, up 551%. Mitochondrial infarction, that one's a hard one to say as well, 269%. Pulmonary embolism, 468%. Bell's palsy, up 291%. There's been a spike in ovarian dysfunction, meaning that women's, women's parts don't work, up 437%. But here's the big one, a 680% increase a spike, unexplained spike in MS. Odd. That's all happened year over year. How do you think it's going to look next year, folks? Get those boosters. Go get this medication that we've never tried on humans before. Go get it. Let's see what it does to you. Let's see, let's see what it does to your body. Well, this young lady on TikTok is reporting on camera with her psoriasis that's covering her face, telling her story, and she's not shy or scared to say what's going on in her body anymore because it's now it's happening to her. She's brave for stepping forward. This is what leadership look, looks like, folks. Am I allowed to say the V word on TikTok? Because I'm just about to, and we're just going to see how that goes. Vaccine. Let's talk about it. So in 2020, I had just won a fitness competition. I maybe had a small patch of eczema on my hand, maybe my my inner arm here, and that was it. Now She's motioning as she's going through this explanation as to where these um, breakouts of um, her psoriasis that, she, psoriasis that she has in her body, where those were. Uh, my wife has psoriasis. Um, she's got little patches in certain areas and big patches in other areas. Uh, she's dealt with it her entire life. So glad she did not get this vaccine. She's had it under control for years with no medication. I'm so glad that she did not. She chose to do the right thing and not experiment with her body unlike this young lady here who is paying the ultimate price. Never on my face, never, ever, ever, ever. I had my eczema so well under control for 29 years that at that point, I was not actively working with a dermatologist. But let me tell you this, after every vaccine shot, and I had three, my eczema got worse, and I'm not- So she doesn't have psoriasis, she has eczema. Okay, sorry about that. Um, same kind of situation, scabs all over you, uh, sores, it hurts. Um, it, it, when you stretch it, it hurts. It's painful. Um, to, to describe what she has is it's all over her forehead and around her eyes. It looks like she's wearing a mask of eczema. If you have not seen this video on, on, on TikTok, um, I will have it on my Instagram channel. I'm sorry, on my Telegram channel. Uh, Kramer says vids. Uh, go to the, there, that, by the way, that's where we put everything. So anything that you want to see that we've talked about or these clips or whatever, you can find it all at Kramer Says, um, Kramer Says Vids on Telegram. Uh, let, me, let me continue with what she's saying here, though. It's very important to listen to what her suffering has been and what her warning is to others. Saying that the vaccine triggered my TSW. I think it was a full, perfect storm. Yep. Clusterfuck yep. of things that happened to me. So as my skin got worse, I get told that I need to go see a dermatologist. So I go to the dermatologist and the dermatologist prescribes me stronger and stronger creams. He says, oh my God, you're worsening eczema. You need to go on Clycospor and you need to go on methotrexate. Hmm. <sighs> These are drugs for people that are undergoing cancer treatments. Yep. And I was putting it in my body and yep. just blindly doing what the doctors are telling me. Yep. That's why they're called practicing physician folks. If you haven't realized that yet. They're practicing, and they practice on you. They know a lot, but they don't know everything. Every time some doctor says, well, you need to take this vaccine, I ask them one question. Why do we sleep? Ask a doctor that. Ask a doctor why we sleep. And don't say, no, it's not because of the symptoms. Well, because you're tired. Why am I tired? 
These are the kind of questions I ask. Why am I tired? They don't know. They don't know why you sleep. They don't know why you sleep eight hours a day. They have no idea why you sleep. They don't have any idea what your brain does. They know they can read from the outside. They can read the waves. Oh, you're doing this. You're in alpha. You're in beta. You're in all these different, you know, you're in gamma. You're in all these different um, waveforms of your brain doing certain things, but they have no idea why you can't control yourself from falling asleep when you're tired. They have no idea. They don't know. They can see that the chemical drops in your body. They can see all of that. They have no idea why your body does that to you. If they don't know why you sleep, should you be just putting stuff into your body willy-nilly because they said so? If they can't answer a basic question like that, what happens when you're unconscious? When you go on their operating table and they give you that drug and you go out and you don't feel anything and you don't hear anything or see anything and you're out, what happens? Ask a doctor what happens. They don't know. They don't know why your body does it. Every drug, now think about this, every drug you put into your body, whether it be aspirin or a chemical that is supposed to be treating cancer, you're putting stuff in your body for a side effect. The side effect is what kills the disease or, or stops the ache or pain that you have. That's the side effect. There are positive side effects and there are negative side effects. Water, for example, you drink too much water, you can actually get what they call water poisoning. Yep. Even water can kill you if taken in high enough doses, drank enough of it. It'll dilute your salts in your system. Your brain can't, can't operate pro properly. I know I'm a wealth of information. But this is the thing that you have to think about. If the, these doctors, if these scientists can't answer these base questions, why do I sleep? Why do I dream? What are dreams? They don't know. They only have theories. She continues with her story. Fast forward to January of 2022. I go in full-blown TSW withdrawals. I get, I was shaking cold. I couldn't regulate my heat. I was oozing metallic liquid out of my skin. I was gaining weight even though I wasn't eating. I literally just enjoyed myself last night and had crispy cauliflower. And this is what happened to me. So, man, if I, I can't even begin to tell you how upset I am. Holy hell. Now, what she didn't see there, she revealed that her chest is inflamed as well. Her whole body is inflamed with the psoriasis, the arm, the eczema. The problem that she's had her entire life that she had managed in small spots is now covering her entire body. You're going to hear her outrage, her stupidity of listening to people that don't know why you sleep and telling you to put an experimental drug into your body. Let's just see what happens. If you remember what the FDA said, when they started giving it to the kids, they said, no, we don't have enough test results, so we're just going to have to admit it to them and see what happens. See what happens with your children. I wonder if they gave it to their kids and their grandkids. I wonder if they gave it as an experiment to their family. We'll never know. Not as long as the Bidens are in, in charge, not as long as the Democrats are in charge, and not as long as the rhinos are in charge. Do you see what this black pill edition is, is trying to tell you? While you're waiting on cue, this young lady is suffering. While you're waiting on cue, the economies of our planet is changing. While you're waiting on cue and not doing anything, not expecting anything from the current leadership, while you're not pressuring our current legislative members, our current congressional members, our current senators, while you're not pressuring them, they're not doing what you're supposed to, you want them to do. They're not doing what they're supposed to do. They're not doing what, what you hired them to do. They're sitting back and waiting too waiting until you get mad enough. And then they'll, oh, look, look, look what they're doing. Now is the time. 
There is no waiting, folks. We've got three and a half months to right this ship. If we don't get this taken care of by the election, we're fucked. More suffering like this young lady here. She's about to break down because she was forced to make a decision of whether she's going to go on with her life, what she thought was normal. Oh, I'll just take this shot and then I'll get back to life. That was the promise. To now, she's living in hell. Listen closely. <laughs> Do you know that I'm paying $1,164 on a medication called Dupixin? By the way, that's half off on a drug that I did not need prior to this, prior to the vaccines, prior to, prior to, prior to. Sorry, OMG. I'm just so freaking fucked fed up. <laughs> I don't want to be that person that fucking cries on this app, but God fucking damn it. Really? Like, I feel like my whole life's been stripped from me. This is so freaking painful. Let me ask you, based on what you're hearing her say here, what do you think her views are against the Democratic Party? Against the rhinos? against the FDA, against the CDC, against her own doctor. You, do you think that she'll have any faith or trust in those institutions going forward? Do you think that she'll willy-nilly put things in her body from now on? She will not. That's why they're moving so quickly, folks. As these effects start to happen to more and more people, and these people start to come out and tell their stories, that's why they're moving this agenda up. That's why this election this fall is so fucking important. I'll tell you how to get your t-shirt here in just a moment. It's the Black Pill Edition. It continues. Ugh. Yeah, I'm that, I'm that person that cries on this app, but it's not about a boy. It's about my freaking life. Um, ugh. Anyone else? Anyone else notice this? Like, I was literally just following doctor's orders, following the government mandates, and now this is my life. There you go. How many more of her... Who do you think is going to rise up against the, the government? I've been saying it for a long time. It's not going to be the right. I keep preaching at you and barking at you. No, it's going to be the left. The left that listened, the left that listened, and the right that listened, those who have put their lives in jeopardy by putting these experimental drugs into their bodies, they will be the next ones. They will be the ones to rise up against the government. When they start dying and their kids start dying, folks, it's not, in, in, it's not a conspiracy theory. If you're looking at the data coming out of Israel, it's astonishing. They're eight to 10 weeks ahead of us. Look at Europe. Just go unexplained deaths, sudden SADS, sudden adult death syndrome. How many people have to die before you rise up? That's where it's in. If you're giving this to your kids, they're screwed forever. <laughs> I mean, my, my son just got engaged and his wife has, has got the jab or his girlfriend has got the jab. And I told him, I said, you've got to have a serious concern about that. Now, she's only had one, doesn't plan to get any more, but was that too many? Was that already too many? We shall find out. We have three, three and a half months before this really, this, uh, this train wreck happens of the elections. Um, and, you know, I, I want you to keep in mind that as you're listening to the podcast, as you're listening to the social media material that I do on a regular basis, is that my focus is on enlightening you as to what's happening, the things that are actually happening behind the scenes that you're not paying attention to because they want you to watch the Kardashians. 
They want you to watch Will Smith. They want you to watch Ukraine. They want you to watch whatever the attention from the media is at that moment is you should be looking 180 degrees from it to find what they're doing. I can't remember the country, but China has just joined with an African country and they've just found a wealth of gold in this country. Meanwhile, Joe's got us over here playing with monopoly money. No gold standard. Worried about what pronouns are. And maybe that's what leads to this next thing. Listen closely. This is Joe's legacy. It's the Black Pill edition of the Kramer Says Podcast. New this morning, a shocking incident in the Bronx. A man is struck by a vehicle and then robbed while he's lying, severely injured in the street. Happened yesterday at around 6.30 a.m. in Portona Park East. The 39-year-old man was walking on the sidewalk along East 169th Street when he was hit by a black four-door sedan. Two men then got out of the car, not to help, but to take the victim's possessions before fleeing. The victim suffered body trauma and was taken to Lincoln Hospital in critical condition. Police are looking for help identifying the three people involved. That's Joe Biden's legacy. Now they're just mowing people over. They're not even going to the mall and and running in and taking everything out and then going and selling it. No, they're just going straight to the victims. They're going straight to the street and they're running people over in the streets. And as they're sitting there injured or laying there injured in the street, then robbing them. This is the Democrats' agenda. This is their legacy. It's not going to get better, folks. It's only going to get worse. I keep telling you, like I said, this is the Black Pill edition. If you're not waking up, then you'll never be awake. Uh, there's a gentleman on on uh, TikTok who posted that, well, I'm not going to rise up and fight uh, until I've, they've taken everything. Think about that. As they come into your home and they start taking your shit, you won't rise up? When I say rise up, I mean the government or whoever their agent is at the time. If you think that Antifa, you haven't heard anything from Antifa recently. We haven't heard anything from them. They've been quiet. There will be a moment that they're given permission to go back into the streets. And when that happens, you know what's next. Do you think that the conservative movement this time is going to allow Antifa to burn cities? If police will not step or ste- uh, come in and step in and stop them, do you think that the communities are going to allow that to happen anymore? I don't. I think that the American people have had it. I think that we're going to see vigilante justice here very soon. I just, that's what I feel. That's, that's what history shows us. Because here's where we are, people. Listen closely. Um, from the, the user Tweet Truth to Me, uh, no one on Twitter, she writes, in order to bypass the U.S. Constitution and implement tyranny, there must be a constant state of emergency. They will use guns, weather, viruses, drugs, and your fear to accomplish their goals. Now, again, the way that I'm trying to think about put this best, the way that this happens is for you to do nothing. I'm going to say it again. The way that this happens is for you to do nothing. You keep asking, what can I do? What can I do? How, how am I going to get involved? Kramer, what are you doing? That was the big question because I'm putting people on point. Q isn't real. The only thing that saves us is us. We are the plan. We're Q. It's going to take us taking action. It's going to take us being there. How do you get involved? You get involved. 
Now, the guy on, on TikTok, he gave me the excuse, well, I work 60 to 70 hours a week. I do too, motherfucker. We all do. What's your excuse? What's your excuse? What's your excuse that you don't have freedom? Oh, I had to work a 60 or 70 an hour job, which, and then I had to take care of my kids, and I, I, I was busy. That's why we're here, folks, because we've been busy. But they've been busy too. We were busy ignoring it, and they were busy working towards their goal. They're headed towards where they want to be. I'm going to read what she said again. You have to get this into your head. They're taking action. They're moving forward every day with their plan. Meanwhile, we're trusting in a plan that we have no idea what the fuck it is. Is that the stupidest fucking thing you've ever heard? I can buy their plan. I can go and get the Great Reset. I can go read about the the Green New Deal. I can read every fucking thing they have planned. Where's our fucking plan? Oh, we're not supposed to tell them. If we tell the enemy what our plan is, then then they can't move toward it. You fucking morons. You have to at some point tell the plan so the people that are in the ranks know what the fuck to do. They've got their marching orders. What are you doing to stop them? Nothing, because you don't have a plan. That's where the free t-shirts come in. You want a t-shirt from Kramer Says? You, you want a t-shirt from, from the program, a podcast t-shirt? We're going to start giving one away a week. We'll see how this goes initially. And, and if it takes off, then I'll get a sponsor and we'll give shir- shirts away to anybody who wants them. But you got to take action. You can't just write in and say, I want a free t-shirt, Kramer. You've got to show me that you're getting involved, that you're serious about what happens next. You want a free t-shirt? I'll send you one. But show me what you're doing. Send me a video of you at a school board meeting taking on the school board. Show me a video or an article with your name in it of you taking action locally. What have I been doing? I've been working behind the scenes for the last two years. I just spent three, three and a half months in Nevada working on a, a, a governor's campaign. I do this. I do social media. I run a company. And then we work with conservative groups around the country. We work with think tanks around the country. What are you doing? It doesn't have to be big. It has to be something. You don't have to work on a national stage to make an impact. You can volunteer at your polls this fall. Be a poll watcher. Be a poll worker. And when things start going haywire, don't be silent. Already know the people, the numbers of the, of the people that you're going to call. Have those in your phone. Be ready to videotape when you see shit going down. Get involved. You want a t-shirt? Get involved. I'm not making money from this thing, folks. It's costing me money. I will gladly send you a t-shirt if you'll get involved. It's a small price for me to pay to get you involved. You want to you want to find out what happens next? Get involved. Volunteer. Do what we're doing. If that's too much for you, then stop saying, when they take everything, then I'll fight. Because if you won't fight for what you have, you will not fight at all when you have nothing. Because you have nothing less to fight for. Nothing. If you don't understand that mentality, it's already too late for you. What if George Washington, our founding fathers, what if they had had the same mentality? Uh, we'll, uh, we'll rise up when the British have taken everything from us. What kind of sense does that make? I'm not going to fight back until the thieves have taken everything that I own. What kind of sense does that make? You want a free t-shirt? Show me what you're doing. Get involved. Get involved in your community. All legal, of course. Do not do anything illegal and put it in my name. Don't break a window. Don't do bullshit. Get involved. Be legal. 
do it the right way. Because the moment comes, when that moment comes, that things turn sideways, we can say at least, we did it the right way. We did it without violence. We did it without anger. And then they'll have to, <laughs> they'll have to deal with what we're ready to do next. So, once you've done what you're going to do, send that video to me at Kramer Says. Um, you can get it to us at syndication at KramerSays.com. Um, you can, that's the, uh, the email address. Um, you can either mail us a link, and if the file is small enough, just mail it to us. Email it to us. Syndication at KramerSays.com. Get a free t-shirt. Show us what you're doing, though. And we're going to do it slow initially because we know it'll take time for people to start actually doing these things. So we're going to do one a week, and we'll see how that goes. If it goes well, then we'll get a sponsor. And we'll start doing one a day, two a day, three a day, four a day. You start getting involved, and I'll find a way to get you a goddamn t-shirt. But it's going to take you getting involved to make this work, to make this happen. You, not me. I can't help you in your local community. Only you can help you there. And by getting involved, you begin to build a network of people that you know that you can trust in. And you can start making your voice heard. Your voices heard. Not just one. That's how it starts. Every leader steps out alone. Did you know that? No leader steps forward with a group of people behind them. They step out alone. And initially, they're called crazy or crackpot. That'll never work. You can't do that. That won't happen. It won't happen unless you step forward. It's funny how many people step forward and start to do their own thing and realize that they've got people behind them. Followers. Simply because they've taken action. That's what we intend to do. And if it takes a t-shirt to get you motivated, then so be it. I'm willing to pay the price. As I said, I was never going to um, sell t-shirts, but that doesn't mean that I don't have them to give away so that you know uh, and let others know that you listen to the Kramer Says Podcast. And if it gets you motivated, then so be it. Last thing uh, here, we, uh, we talk from time to time about uh, BlackRock and how dangerous they are. Um, new ad that just came out. I think it's interesting to, to see how they're uh, positioning this. Uh, BlackRock is so bad. Think about this. BlackRock is so evil that the creators of this ad actually used George Soros to say how bad BlackRock is. Listen closely. BlackRock, the biggest American money manager. Where are they investing your money? China, pouring in billions, propping up Chinese communist leaders, putting money into surveillance companies used by the Chinese military. Even left-wing billionaire George Soros knows BlackRock is harming U.S. national security. CEO Larry Fink loves to tell Americans how to live, but he negotiated against America, sucking up to China. BlackRock, taking your money, betting on China. There you go. All true, by the way. None of that's false. It's all true. BlackRock is a, um, they're a bad influence. They're a huge, uh, huge influence on the financial system. BlackRock and... Um, Oh, uh, what was the other one? BlackRock and um, it's slipping my mind right now. Stayed up too late last night working on projects. Um, uh, let's go to this one here. This is the last thing that we'll talk about. We're going to let this run out. Um, I just want you to listen to it. This is Lester Holt of NBC News speaking with Attorney General Merrick Garland about what he plans to do and who he uh, plans to hold accountable for the, the, the events that took place on January 6th. Listen closely. Let's start off and talk about uh, January 6th. We've just watched weeks of some pretty horrific testimony about what led up to January 6th and what happened that day. Just as an American, can you tell me what your impression was of what we heard? It's an important part of democracy that every American recognizes the truth of what happened on January 6th and in the times surrounding it. I think that 
this is an par important part that we not uh, downgrade or uh, suppress how important that day was. And I think that the hearings did an extremely good job of reminding us, and for people who didn't know in the first place, telling us how important that day was and uh, well, what a risk it, uh, it, it meant for our democracy. Is the committee offering you anything in terms of an informal roadmap? Are you learning things you didn't know? The Justice Department has been doing the most wide-ranging investigation in its history, and the committee is doing an enormously wide-ranging investigation as well. It is inevitable that uh, there will be things that they find before we have found them, and there will, is inevitable that there will be things we find that they haven't found. But the Justice Department has, from the beginning, been moving urgently to learn everything we can about this period and to bring to justice everybody who's criminally responsible for interfering with the peaceful transfer of power from one administration to another, which is the fundamental element of our democracy. You said you're moving quickly at this. There's been a lot of criticism, a lot of pressure that the DOJ is kind of behind the power curve here, behind the committee, not moving quickly enough on what appears to be solid evidence in some cases. As I said, we, we have been moving urgently since the very beginning. We have a huge number of prosecutors and agents working on these cases. It is inevitable in this kind of investigation that there will be speculation about what we are doing, who we are investigating, what our theories are. The reason there is this speculation and uncertainty is that a fundamental tenet of what we do as prosecutors and investigators is to do it outside of the public eye. We do that for two important reasons. One is to protect the civil liberties of people and events that we're investigating, and the second is to ensure the success and the integrity of our investigation. Would a criminal referral from the committee carry a lot of weight? Would it be welcomed by the Department of Justice? So I think that's a, a totally up to the committee. You know, we will have the evidence that the committee has presented and whatever evidence it gives us. I don't think that the nature of how they style, the manner in which information is provided, uh, is, is a particular significance from any legal point of view. That's not to downgrade it or, to, or disparage it. It's just that that's not what that's not the issue here. We have our own investigation pursuing through the principles of prosecution. You said in no uncertain terms the other day that no one is above the law. That said, um, the indictment of a former president, of a perhaps candidate for president, would arguably tear the country apart. Is that your concern as you make your decision down the road here? Do you have to think about things like that? Look, we pursue justice without fear or favor. We intend to hold everyone, anyone, who was criminally responsible for the events surrounding January 6th, for any attempt to interfere with the lawful transfer of power from one administration to another, accountable. That's what we do. We don't pay any attention to other uh, issues with respect to that. So if Donald Trump were to become a candidate for president again, that would not change your schedule or, or how you move forward or don't move forward? Uh, say again that uh, we will hold accountable anyone who is criminally responsible for attempting to interfere with the transfer, legitimate lawful transfer of power from one administration to the next. How is your department dealing with the pressure? Every day you wake up, there's a, a, a column in a newspaper talking about what you will do and when you will do it. The only pressure that I 
what my prosecutors or the agents feel is the pressure to do the right thing. That's the only pressure they feel. They will go after anybody they have to go after about January 6th. That's what he's saying. Meanwhile, we have pictures of Hunter Biden fucking little kids, and he still walks around. While the men and women who went to the Capitol Hill on that day, January 6th, are still rotting in prison, being beaten, being treated as, as political prisoners. You think there's a cue? You think there's someone coming to save you? Their plan is their plan. They've told us what it is. They're moving forward with it. What's your plan? You don't have one. Without a plan, you can't move forward. And if somebody gave us a plan tomorrow, it would take two years for us, for us to really get that plan moving because that's what it takes. They know that. We know that. And now I'm telling you that. There is no plan, folks. They have one. They're moving toward it. We're just going along waiting for a ghost to come save us. Well, some of you are. I'm not. If you want to join us, join us. KramerSays.com is where you do that. Syndication at KramerSays.com is the email to use. Yes, we are building. Yes, we are doing more things. Yes, if you've already sent your information, it has been pulled in, and we will be getting a hold of you shortly. There are some that have already said, listen, I want to do researching. I want to do video editing. I want to do audio production. I want to do graphic design. We've got your information. We're pulling it together. There will be a moment here in the next couple of weeks where we pull the trigger and it's ready to go. By the way, that's hyperbole. That's a, that's a euphemism where I'm, I'm not actually pulling the trigger on a gun for all you leftists out there. I know that drives you crazy when you hear those kind of terms. But that's what we're working for, people. Again, as I've said, I don't want your money. I want your time. I want your energy. I want your voice. That's how we change things. That's how we move the needle in this country. We don't do it through violence. We don't do it, do it through taking to the streets. We'll react to them when they act. That's what will happen next. They're going to act first. They have to. Because everything that they've been building their entire ideology on for the last 50 years is crumbling beneath their feet. We don't have to do anything at this point. They'll take to the streets. Antifa and Black Lives Matter will take to the streets here shortly. They've been very silent for the last, the last year and a half. Quiet as all get out. But we're coming up on an election. So they'll show their ugly heads. They'll show their ugly heads this time. And that's when we know exactly what to do. Because if the police won't do their job, then they're not the police, are they? If they don't stop what we see happening in front of our eyes, then they don't have that power. They've relented it. Because they, they refused to live up to their oath. I'm not anti-police. I'm anti-establishment and the way that it's being utilized against the, the American people. I'll say it this way, until we all have free speech, until everyone can speak freely the same, until all of us can live free and not be worried about the government coming knocking on our door, until those that have actually committed crimes are indicted and found guilty and, and are serving the sentence they're supposed to serve, until we stop hiding the names of those who harm children because it's politically expedient, until all of that happens, we fight. Those things are continuing to happen. Everything that I just said is continuing to happen. No one's stopping it. There's no white hat. There's no military arm of the, there's no arm of the military that's coming in to save you. It's not happening, folks. You're being saved by people like myself, Joe Von Pulitzer, Greg Phillips, Tom Fitton, those who fight on a daily basis. Some do more than I do. Some do less than I do. 
but most do more than the majority of the public. And it's time that you raise your voice. What happened on January 6th was a wake-up call for all politicians, left and right, scared the shit out of them. What just happened in Sri Lanka scares the shit out of them. I'm not calling for a revolution. I'm not calling for storming the, the capital. I'm not calling for that. What I'm calling for is to hold these people accountable. You want term limits? Enact them. They're called elections. Vote all the rhinos out. Do not vote for them. Vote for anybody else. The anybody else ticket. Because anybody else is better than some of these guys that we have in office. Mitt Romney, Liz Cheney, Flake, and some of the others that have already stepped away, great. Adam Kinzinger. They do not fight for our ideology. They fight for the ideology of the left. They are not conservatives. They, they may be Republicans, but they're Republicans in name only. They are not conservatives. They do not have the ideals of conservatism. They are not your ally. And if they're not your ally, if they're not on your side, then they're the enemy. And they have to be dealt with. And the best way at this point is through the election process. That's what we have left to us. That's the only thing that we have. And in three and a half months, we're going to know for sure whether we put our faith in the wrong things. Because if the elections turn out, as we expect the elections to turn out, that they're not going to happen, or they're going to, to be fucked with in one way or for, form or another, Democrats cannot allow themselves to be taken out of power because of the crimes they've committed over the last six years. They're going to be held accountable for those, and they will not allow that to happen. Like I told you, today's episode is a full-blown black pill episode. If you want a t-shirt, get involved. My name is Kramer. This is the Kramer Says Podcast. This wraps it up for Wednesday, July 27th. We will be back tomorrow or as soon as we can. Get more at KramerSays.com. KramerSays.com.